Hey everyone, this is Sister Lydia from Hearts of the God Plus Cafecito. And this is actually just gonna be me today. As you can see, this Gio is not next to me or Ellie is not next to me because today is testimony day. And I'm gonna share to you my testimony or one of my testimonies. Um, I'm gonna be a little bit vulnerable, um, raw. I'm super nervous, uh, super uncomfortable, but I truly believe that this is for the best. And I believe that someone out there needs to hear this. And um, I'm gonna share my testimony um, my suicidal testimony. So as you can see from the title, you know, I've almost committed suicide once in my life. And this was actually 10 years ago. It's been 10 years since I've almost did that movement or that, that bold move. Um, when I was 15 years old, I am now 25. Um, but yeah, so I'm just gonna get into it. I'm a little nervous, like I said, so just bear with me, but I just wanna share with you um, this small testimony and how God just you know, picked me up from where I was and completely, you know, turned me around like that song says, you know, he picked me up, he turned me around um, and placed my feet on solid ground, basically. Um, so today, um, basically I was 15 years old. Um, during that time, I was just going through a lot. I went through a lot that year in itself, um, even those, those uh, that month in itself was probably a hard, a hard month for me and my life because as I can remember, I was just going through a lot at school. I was going through, you know, being bullied, um, going through depression, going through suicidal thoughts, to, um, through struggles, loneliness, um, you know, insecurity, um, insecurity about myself, who I was, um, about the way that I looked, um, the, the person that I was, about my culture, my, my background, you know, I was insecure about everything, but most importantly, I was kind of just hurting inside from everything that was happening around in my life. At that time, I I remember someone, you know, really dear in my life who I have the honor and privilege to call my brother, um, was kind of, um, we kind of separated due to, you know, um, legal issues. You know, he ended up going to jail um, due to being in gangs and, and drugs and all that stuff. And I, I haven't seen him since, you know, that day, but you know, at that time I was kind of just, you know, praying for him, fasting for him as a 15 year old girl. And, you know, I was just kind of intervening for him, for him because, you know, he was lost, he was lost in the world. And I loved him a lot and I didn't want to see, you know, I didn't want to see him lost in the world. I wanted him to come back to Christ. But as I was, you know, fasting for him and just praying for him, at the same time, I was going through a lot of depression, a lot of loneliness. I would, you know, get bullied at school. Um, I would have, you know, girls make fun of me um, for the way that I looked, the way that I thought, because I was Christian. You know, I dressed modest. Um, I was made fun of for always, you know, reading my Bible at school. Everyone knew that I was a, reading my Bible, everyone knew that I was a Christian girl. I was kind of known as a Christian girl at school. Um, and most importantly, it was, I don't do a lot with just insecurity, you know, being made fun of, being bullied for being not, not pretty, or I guess, not, I don't want to say not pretty because I believe everyone's pretty in their way, but just not meeting the standard of society. And it affected me a lot. Um, I even, I've actually even shared with my, my sisters that in high school, I had guys come up to me and make fun of me and literally say to my face, you know, to their friends, would you date her? And they would make, they would all laugh at me like, no, I would never date her. You know, she's ugly. Look at the way she looks, the way that she dresses. And now that happened during the time. It's funny how all that happened when I was, Honestly, 
praying to God for my brother, praying to God for my brother coming back to him. And at the same time, I was battling with all these thoughts, with all these things at school, at home. You know, I kind of really have no one to come to because my dad was always at work. Um, my sisters were small. My older sister was kind of just in another path at that time. And my brother wasn't there. My mom, in all honesty, was kind of focused too much on herself that she didn't really pay attention to me. Um, so I didn't really have anybody to rely on. And I believed in God and I believed that, you know, God had a plan. But, you know, when you allow the enemy to come into your thoughts and and kind of just make you believe all that, that he tells you that you are and, you know, that you're that you're no, a nobody, that, you know, that no one's going to love you, that no one's going to listen to you. It completely, like, breaks you down. It, it changes you and it 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 breaks you it, it completely just destroys you and I allowed that and because I did I you know had planned to kill myself and um it, I I did attempted multiple things you know I was kind of already practicing by cutting myself you know in certain parts of my body um by kind of just trying out different things here and there um I, I, I would even search up, I stopped eating for a while too. Um, I searched up online, you know, how to become anorexic because I was going to kill myself. Um, uh, uh, one of the ways that I could have killed myself was by, I guess, not eating and, and dying of hunger. And I searched up website and, and, it, and it's sad to say that those websites ex exist um, to this day. Um, you can search them up and they're there and they give you ideas on how to become anorexic. And, and I did and I lost a lot of weight during that time. Um, people at school were even out wondering, you know, why I was losing weight and I just said, oh, I'm, you know, just growing up, my body's changing, but the truth was that I wasn't eating, I was starving myself. Um, another way was kind of just, um, I guess I, I, one time I did try it when I was at home by myself, you know, I was looking at the knives and kind of just playing around with them, you know, which, with which one was I going to kill myself. And I know this sounds, sounds crazy and it's kind of like really like, did you really do that? I did do that. Um, because when I was alone, I, I struggled with thoughts. I would grab my head sometimes from so many thoughts that I was going through that I couldn't contain them because as I look now, you know, I was lost. I was being attacked. I was, I know now that it, it had to do with spiritual, you know, warfare. I was, I was being attacked and, and it was destroying me and I allowed it to destroy me. And and it happened, it happened. And a lot of things happened in that time. Um, I don't wanna, it's kind of still, you know, for me to go super deep, but I did a lot of things, you know, I, I was not eating, I was harming myself. I was allowing thoughts to, you know, get into my head and confuse me. And I just became very lonely, very depressed, very, I started even hearing me dark music, you know, um, music that was full of just darkness, full of, and honestly that I look back witchcraft you know, music about death, um, music about just loneliness and, and, and being a nobody. And I was I was just lonely and I was sad. Um, but long story short, as you can see, I, I didn't really kill myself. I, I, I the, the day that I was gonna com commit suicide, that time that I was just practicing, I finally told myself on this day, I'm gonna kill myself. I had a really plan how I was gonna kill myself. And I know it sounds crazy, but I was going to just stab myself and, and, and cut my veins and, and leave myself to death. That was my plan because that's what I saw, you know, on videos that showed you how to commit suicide or how to become anorexic. There's all these videos out there and it's kind of sad 
please don't look him up. Um, don't even welcome that into your life, but that does exist. And um, the day that I was gonna commit it, um, a day or two before, um, I actually, it sounds crazy, but I actually got on my knees. I, I don't know how, um, but I, I got on my knees knowing that I was gonna kill myself, but I got on my knees because um, I was asked, <clears throat> I was asking for forgiveness. Um, Cause I knew killing myself was not gonna make things any better. Um, I knew it was a selfish motive because it's kind of me deciding and telling God, this is what I'm gonna do with my life. You messed up with my life, but you know, something deep inside of me realized that I was making a mistake, but I was willing to do it because when you're so depressed and so lonely, um, you don't care about failing anybody. Um, I didn't care about failing my family. I didn't care if my family suffered. You know, I didn't care if I did it, what they would feel or think. Um, but for some reason, there was a fear in me of what God would think. Because even though I was going through all of that, mm, there was still that love for God. And so I, I got on my knees to just ask him for forgiveness. And I kind of just said, help me, you know, help me to, to I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to do this, but I just can't handle life no more. Because um, there was just a lot of stuff going uh, throughout that time at school, you know, at home, around, you know, with my family. And as a 15 year old, you kind of think that the whole world is crashing down on your feet, but it's actually sometimes really not. But that's just, those are just tactics that the enemy uses to destroy a young girl or a young boy. And um, I can testify that that stuff is real, that mental, you know, men your mental health is important. Suicidal thoughts are real. They they do kill you. We we've, we've seen it. I I you know I had people at school commit suicide, and so me doing another one is not gonna. This gonna be another one on the records. You know another one on statistics. And um, someone actually texted me um that night that I was praying, and um, this is what I call divine intervention. And um, someone texted me, um, um. So this person that actually texted me is actually now my brother-in-law married to my older sister. Um, and when I was just asking God for forgiveness, it's just the way that it just it worked. That's just why I call it divine intervention because he just texted me and asked me, do you feel worthless? And the reason why he texted me from what he told me was that when he was praying, you know, he was just praying to God just like a normal prayer that, you know, um, he was praying God and um, my name came into his head and he thought it was kind of funny because it's like, why was my name popping up in his head and not my sister's? Um, but like I said, this is what I just called the will of God and, and God intervening for us and just giving us a chance. And I'm grateful and glad that he obeyed God and, and, and obeyed that feeling that God was putting in his heart. Because in all honesty, if he didn't do that, I, I honestly, Polly could have been dead by now. Um, and he texted me and that night that I was just praying, God, you know, I'm sorry I'm gonna do this, but I just can't help it no more, help me. You know, he texted me, do you feel wordless? And I still remember the way that I, I felt when he when I saw that message, like if it was in my head still visual, 
because my hand started shaking and I remember just grabbing myself and being like, oh my gosh, someone knows what I'm gonna do. And that's my first thought that came into my head, like how would they know? But the reason why that came into my head because I was like, God is so powerful enough to tell someone what I was gonna do. Um, but at the same time, someone actually asked me, do you feel worthless? And I said yes, and just by saying yes, you know, throughout that whole text that we texted that night, he just basically told me that, I, you know, that I, I wasn't worthless, that the God had a purpose for me that, you know, I, I don't have to feel that way, that that's just the lie of the enemy. But, and I know it sounds crazy how just the text changed um, my life, but it was that text that completely changed my life to this day, which is why I'm sitting down here today being able to share that with you. Because like I said, I had planned to literally commit suicide the next day. And um, because of that, I'm here. And, and I know to some people, I'll be like, oh, it's not that big. It's big because I had already practiced certain things. I had already practiced, you know, cutting myself. I had to practice not eating. My parents didn't even realize I was starving myself. You know, I would lie and say that I was fasting and I wasn't anymore. You know, at that time I had already stopped fasting. I was just not eating because I just wanted to, you know, become weaker. I wanted to slowly die and... And, you know, I, I I played around with knives at home and I was by myself, you know, you know, the way that they worked, the way that they felt, like, it sounds crazy. I, I, I watched videos, you know, on how to cut your veins. And like I said, that stuff exists. And it's just crazy because the world is so full of darkness. The, the devil is just wanting to kill people, wanting to let people know that, hey, your life is a mistake when it's not because God created you for a reason. And if you're beating right now, it's because God is giving you that breath to still live. You know, God is still giving life to your body. He still has a, a purpose for you. If, you. if you woke up today, it's because God allowed you to wake up. And if God allows you to wake up, then that's because he is still using you and calling you for um, his purpose, you know, to use you as a chosen vessel to expand his kingdom. I, I had to realize that after all that happened, you know, after that text and we and we talked, he just made me realize, hey, I realized that it wasn't him talking to me, but that God was like, hey, I'm listening to you. I'm here. I love you. I'm I'm here to I'm I'm here carrying your tears. I'm I'm watching your every move. Like don't do it. And so long story short, I didn't do it. I told the truth to my sister the next day. Um so then we cried and whatever, you know, we hugged. Um, it was a, a beautiful moment, but at the same time, I look back and I'm like, my life could have totally been different. I could have easily just done something the next day. Um, and I didn't share like super details of, you know, things that I've tried, but you know, it's, it's a horrible thing to go through as a 15 year old. It's a stage or as a, or I guess for me as a Mexican woman, it's like when you the Latina girl becomes a woman, you know, but for me, I was like, this is where I end my story. Um, but God had a different plan into this day. You know, I'm still just allowing him to guide me and discovering where he's taking me. But the reason I'm sharing this is because I believe um, that there's someone out there that probably needs to hear that, hey, you felt the same way? Like, yeah, I felt the same way. And I understand what you're going through. And even though I didn't go through, you know, maybe physical abuse or you know, physical hurt. I did go through, you know, verbal abuse to emotional hurt through, you know, a lot of, you know, spiritual warfare that was, you know, crazy. I, I did go through all that stuff to depression, to loneliness. And, and that's a huge thing. And 
I know there's a lot of people that don't go through that. I know my sister said that she never in her life has suicidal thoughts, but I'm not sure why I went through that battle. I'm not sure why I went through that. It was the devil studies as he knows our weakness. He knows where to break us, where to aim at us. But I had to realize that God had a purpose for me, not because of who I was, not because I was somebody great, but because he picks up I realized that God picks up people who are completely broken, who completely are emotionally not strong, who are sometimes even physically not capable, and He uses them to just show people that they're not there because of um, because of who they are, but because of who He is. Because it's it's my God is a great God, and if my God can get all the glory, that's all I care about. So I just wanted to share that testimony today. Um, because I think it's important for you to know that God loves you, that God is there for you. You just gotta give him your heart. You just gotta accept that invitation. Um, you gotta honestly just allow him to redeem you and deliver you because I had to receive deliverance. You know, I had to get on my knees and, and realize that I'm not here because of me, but because God decided for me to be here. So, you know, ways to conquer that is Share it with, if you're feeling this way, share it with somebody. Um, share it with somebody that you trust, that you know will help you. If you might be like, I don't have anybody to trust, you know, find a person. If Maybe if you go to church, find a person who you know is spiritually strong and can help you with that. If you know someone that can help you with that, like, go to them, open your heart to them. And if maybe like, you know, my brother-in-law who obeyed the will of God and, and spoke to me, maybe you might be like, you know what? God is putting this person in my heart so much and I don't understand why. I'm thinking about this person and why this person is in my in my heart right now or in my mind. Obey the call of God and talk to that person. Because you can be their deliverance. You can be that chosen vessel that God uses as their as as your as their deliverance. I've I've heard this before is that your obedience is somebody else's deliverance. And it's so true because what we do can help somebody else conquer a battle that they that we need to help conquering. So just know that, you know, this is the world now, guys. The way that it is, we live in a spiritual battle. It's good versus evil. And the devil will try to bring down as much people as he can. And I just believe that God is rising up people that are going to just follow his call. But the enemy will try to knock you down. And just don't let that happen to you. This is why you have to be on your knees. You have to be constantly praying. You have to be constantly reading his word and most importantly, establishing that intimacy and that firm foundation with, you know, the creator of creators, the, the Lord of the Lord of all gods and um, in the one who is worthy of all praise, you know, the omnipotent God and omnipresent. Um, establish our relationship with him because I had it, when I went through all that, in order to be healed and delivered from what I was going through, I had to completely just seek God and in, in my pursuit of just seeking Him, I found healing, I found my identity, I found true love. And to this day, sometimes people ask me that, know my story, do you still go through those thoughts? Sometimes they do come, but you know, the difference is that back then, the 15 year old me would just allow it to depress me. And now I get on my knees and I seek God and I give Him those thoughts and I give Him that depression and I surrender it to Him and He, just makes it into something beautiful and, and fills me up with his boldness, with his peace and with his love. So I just hope that you were able to understand what I was trying to convey, um, that you allow God to just mold you and use you and, and just for you to obey the calling of God and don't give up on life because 
like I said, if you're here on earth to this day, it's because God has allowed you to be here. And if you might not believe in God, but you're watching this, I hope that this inspires you and encourages you to just seek God because it's only Him who's gonna satisfy you. It's only Him that where you will find your identity. Nothing else. I've, I've tried a lot of things, and trust me, it's only in God that I find my full um, wholeness and, and peace and identity. So God bless you guys. Love you guys. And this was just a Lydia from Hearts After Bath. Bless Capacito. Follow us on Instagram at Bless Capacito. You can also follow me at my Instagram at Dean Lydia. You can also follow Ellie and Gio who are not here today, but Gio is at Joey's 15 and Ellie is at Ellie's Moon Smiles. <laughs> You'll see it on the on the bio. I don't remember Ellie's because she always changes it, but follow us on Instagram guys, support us. Um, like this video, subscribe to us, it helps us. We're just trying to spread the word of God here. Um, and please comment, comment. We would like to hear your feedback. You know, we would love to hear what you want to hear us talk about you know we have a lot of topics that we want to talk about um but yeah just comment your feedback and i hope that this inspired you and and i'm sorry if i spoke a lot i was just trying to get to the point but thank you so much love you guys and god bless you guys peace